Devin, have you heard that before? Uh, no, but it sounded like Kobe Bryant. So why it, was it sound like? It was Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Uh, that that was disturbing because he's not a good rapper. But um, uh, yeah, shout out to Kobe. He did Long a Sam Say My Name remix back when the song came out. All right. Which you know, I guess that was the time when basketball players wanted to be rappers. They don't really want I mean, to do that no more. Who who's better, Allen Iverson or Kobe Bryant? Um, in rapping, uh, yeah, <laughs> Allen Iverson's better. Okay, who's better, Kobe or Shaq? That's a tough one. Oh, actually, no, actually, it's, it's definitely Shaq. That's definitely who's Shaq. better, uh, Chris Webber or Shaq? Chris <laughs> Webber be rapping. Chris Webber, yo, he got bars though. Chris Webber got bars. He's from the he's from the D. He got bars. I had no idea yeah. Chris Webber be rapping. He came out of an album back in the day, too. I mean, but, I mean, can anybody hold a torch to Dame Dollar, though? Like, real shit. Like, he, oh, he definitely Dame can rap. rap. He's a real rapper. Like, that's a, that's a real rapper. Like, so. so, that voice you hear is Devin, who's usually on here. Mike will be on here later. And we got my man Jeff from the Jeff Rosen World Podcast. What's going on, Jeff? What is going on? Before we get into all the typical stuff on the show, um, yeah, Jeff, just talk about um, real quick just where you were when you found out the Kobe news. So that's the big news of the week. We can't avoid it. So, like, where you found out about it, how it hit you? So I found out at work. My uh, co-host from Jeff versus the World Hood Classic said, uh, sent me a text, and he was like, Kobe passed away. And, you know, you look at it at first, I'm like, ah, whatever. No. You know how social media is to run with stuff. And I saw, I said, well, let me look on um, Twitter and see what's going on. And I started looking at other places and I just started seeing that, you know, the more news come out more and more than it was official that, you know, it was Kobe Bryant. And, I, you know, I just sat there in my office for a while because I was just, like, shocked. Like, <laughs> I had no words. I didn't know what to say because I was like, yo, you know, 21 years old. Uh, it's not like he's an old man and he's uh, – an accident like that, something with a helicopter, it's just, you just never know when your time is up. And, you know, just made me realize also, too, that small things don't really matter, like small beasts or small petty love things. And, and also just cherish, you know, the, your loved ones. Let them know you love them anytime you can, as much as you can, because, like I said, you just never know. Yeah, man, I was with Devin. Uh, we were at our uncle's house, and I saw it, and it just came out of nowhere. And, I mean, any accident like that is always going to come out of nowhere. But that one just hit in a different way because Kobe's one of those dudes where you just like, you know, that ain't going to happen. You know what I mean? It's like there's certain people where it's just like, oh, they're going to be around today old. Like, 
I always thought, like, you know, I'm going to get to see Kobe be arrogant as hell at his Hall of Fame speech like Michael Jordan. Like, I was just waiting for all that stuff. And so it was just really weird to see it. And it was the same thing. It was just like, you know, sometimes you got to – you never know when your time is up, so you got to do all the things that you want to do now. Like, go do them. Nothing can can really stop you except yourself. So you got to go do them things. Devin? Uh, yeah, I'm still not ready to talk about the shit, honestly, but, uh, yeah, like, I just was, I was wearing Kobe's shoe, like, in the, in the living room with my uncle and shit, you know, like, and Brandon said the shit, and I was like, that shit ain't, what? Like, he's not dead. And then, uh, you know, because I'm in the aviation field, um, I, I mean, people have been talking about it, and this shit that happened is crazy because if you know Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant has a, a, a helicopter probably because he doesn't do anything in LA without taking a helicopter somewhere. So the conditions were unsafe uh, that day. And Kobe had just flew back from Philly because he saw LeBron, you know, pass him as far as in points. And um, so I don't know where he was headed, but um, it was unsafe. And his pilot, his, his helicopter pilot said he wouldn't take him. So some guy volunteered, some guy that's not his pilot volunteered, and he took him, and uh, he overcorrected. He tried to get above the fog, and he was over the 101, and some other shit happened, and, you know, now we have to live with this shit, you know? So um, it, it makes me mad. Uh, I don't know how to feel about it, but, again, um, I always give – my heroes and my legends, the roses, while they can, you know, still appreciate them. Like Kobe's always my, my guy. I only wear Kobe and LeBron's. Um, really, never like like Michael Jordan like that. Um, but you know, Kobe's my guy. I've been a Laker fan since I was six years old. Um, and then you know, Kobe used to piss me off, but not cut his hair. You know, uh, I like either get cornrows or you know, cut that fro. You know, and then wearing those those buses called you know Adidas. But, I mean, I, I love Kobe, you know. Like, he, he was my Michael Jordan before LeBron, you know. And then, um, you know, LeBron is everything to me. So, um, it just puts things in perspective. And you get to see how fragile life is. Um, and you, you got to, you know, live in the moment. So, like, I haven't, like, looked at TV or, or like, other than the impeachment shit. I haven't looked at anything other than um, that. But I just don't want to believe it. And... Uh, I kind of wanted to just die down so I can, like, have time to more. And I'm going to Hawaii next week, so, like, I don't really have to look at TV uh, for another week. So uh, I'm thankful in that regard, and hopefully, you know, it'll pass, and I'll have time to just mourn the person he was because his post-basketball career is, is, was greater to me than his basketball career. And that's the sad part, you know. And then, you know, people pile on with the you know Gigi was with them and that shit that shit is just crushing to everybody you know um and I guess there's a hashtag going on on the on Facebook or something like that um girl's dad girl's dad or something like that and you know that's I mean that's good if you can you know try to find some you know some strength out of a tragedy um but it's just been yeah it's it's been surreal for me um, but I just want people to, you know, love your loved ones while they're here, you know, check on them, you know, and, and don't let life get in the way, you know. Um, I'm just thankful while I was with Brandon and we got to go, we went to the, the Royal Rumble that day. And like, again, Brandon 
Brandon saw me in a way he doesn't see me often. I was really quiet the whole day. <laughs> uh, so uh, I just appreciate, you know, Brandon being there and being with my family because it's one of those things that you'll remember where you were when it happened and when you heard, just like I remember when Princess Diana died, it was tragic. And I just was in my, I was, I was like seven or eight and I was in my room and I was like, well, why is this a big deal? But uh, it just shows that his legacy was global. His reach was global. His impact was global. Um, and, you know, we truly lost a legend. And like Dwayne Wade said, legends never die. So uh, that's where I'm going to leave that. Yeah. So uh, b- before Mike gets on, so we can talk about this because he don't participate in the wrestling. Uh, but Jeff, uh, uh, what do you think about the Royal Rumble? Um, I really enjoyed the Royal Rumble this year. Uh, it was a good show. It was a good show. I, I really have nothing negative to say. It was about good. It. I, I would agree. Yeah. Um, I thought they did a good job with um, the women's battle royal, uh, as well as the men's, um, and even you know the matches. You know, I, like I can't Did you complain. Have a favorite match? Um. Well, when it comes to Royal Rumble. It'll always be the actual rumble for me. Yeah. Just, I, you know, I just always love the Royal Rumble. So it'll have to be like a blow away match for me to be like, well, yeah, you know, that was a match. But I enjoyed I enjoyed the Fiend and uh Daniel Bryant though. I did enjoy that match. It was a good match. That was great. They turned on the light. Thank you. Yeah. yeah light. In person it was people were excited about that one. Although the crowd wasn't as hot as I thought it would be. I don't know how it came across on TV. Um, but in person, it just felt like at times it was dead in there. Um, and I think part of that is these stadium shows. The sound doesn't travel as well. Yeah, it goes up. And I think it. I think the crowd did die down somewhere in the middle. Somewhere in between that two and a half hour mark, you know, you could just tell the crowd was like, okay, let's, you know, you guys were probably ready for the Rumble, actually, you know, the main event. Yeah, we, the crowd got back into it with Les- the Lesnar thing. And I think that's because you don't usually see that type of booking in WWE. Um, so it was it was like sometimes when they get stories right, they do them better than anybody. The problem is they don't get it right all the time. <laughs> Most of the time, a lot of times now. But when they get it right, like there's an issue. Like, you know, like, you know, they're going to talk about the thing with the race and the Royal Rumble. And we'll get to that. But the story of like the dominant champion saying, I'm going to prove how good I am. And I'm gonna get in the ring, and I just beat the shit out of the first 16 people, and then the dude that you got up next fucking knocks him out. Like that's great storytelling. Like that's very good storytelling. Um, but and then the thing about that was the underlying issue is the other dude that they, they they keep trying to push. You know what I mean? So like that was the the the, the underlying story right there. You know they keep pushing. You know Roman, and you're like, oh shit. And and I called it early. I was like, yo, Drew's going to win this shit because I was like, yo, if Roman wins this shit, I'm so going to be, I'm going to be upset. I was going to be upset. And because uh, Drew's just where, it's, where it needs to go right now. It just needs to go with, with, with Drew right now uh, to see if we can, you know, push somebody else as champion. Um, I don't know if he's going to, you know, beat Rocket, Brock at the WrestleMania, but uh, it's a good, it's a good turn and change the pace of the norm. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, were you happy with the pick of Drew McIntyre winning the Rumble? Absolutely. I thought I thought it was great booking at the end. 
they even got the crowd to <laughs> turn on Roman, which is funny because the last couple of weeks on TV, he's been giving a, a great response. Right. But they got the crowd to turn, but, you know, they were just messing with the crowd and Drew's going to win because he did, he's on SmackDown. So you don't even have to have him win. He's like, he can go against the Fiend however they want to get there. It was, right. it was, this was needed for Drew to win. So Drew, um, I'm not going to say, so he could take that turn that he needed, especially with the fans, so the fans can actually see. And this feels like a more organic situation than um, it's been in a long time. Like, it's like you taking a ride with him coming back, uh, being a pretty dominant heel, uh, then going back down, going to mid-card, going back down, then making a face turn, which the face turn was kind of, okay, I'll go with it. You know, they really didn't do a great job of turning him face, but even still, um, him eliminating Brock, uh, him winning the Rumble, it, it's just, it just shows you when WWE cares, the fans will care. Right. Now, I will say, I, at first, I was kind of upset because I thought Shayna should have won the Women's Rumble, uh, especially if the plan is for her to uh, wrestle Becky at WrestleMania. I think that credibility of making that impact in her first time on the main roster, well, she was up for that Survivor Series thing, but her real first impact would have been um, really big. But then the news comes out that the plan is for Charlotte to challenge Rhea Ripley for the Ooh. NXT title at WrestleMania. Man. And I'm like, I want to see that match. But also, yeah, definitely. she had to win the Rumble in order for that to happen. Because there would be no reason for Charlotte to go to NXT to challenge Rhea Ripley. So the fact that she won the Rumble and she can challenge whoever she wants, that makes more sense if that's what you're doing. And so, basically, if Charlotte is wrestling Ripley and Becky is wrestling um, Shayna, Shayna, who do you guys see as wrestling Bailey at WrestleMania? Or do you think Bailey loses the belt before? No, Oscar's on Raw, so she can't do it. Okay. Ronda, Ronda Rousey. You think they're gonna do Ronda and Bailey? See, I I think they're gonna go back to the Sasha Bailey well and have them break up and wrestle. Or do you think with all the news in the last couple of days, do you think there could be like a Naomi Mania, Tofi Mania type of thing? Mm-hmm. I don't see that shit happening. See, you're not on social media. But in the last couple of days, Naomi's been kind of blowing up on social media. Yo, she did great in the Rumble, man. I mean, um, what do you think about? Is, is Bianca going to get that push to, to, to SmackDown or Raw? No, like, what, what? Bianca's still in NXT. She still need, she's good, but she's still kind of green. She's wrestling Rhea Ripley next month on NXT TakeOver. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, on Twitter, so Noemi's been kind of going viral because she was out there in her full throw doing all kinds of cool black Loved shit. every bit of that, yeah. And so a lot of black women were on Twitter like, yo, I didn't know there was a woman like this in the WWE. Like, look at this shit. And so they were just sharing the clips and sharing clips of her. Um, and so she was kind of getting a lot of love this weekend, unlike before, like more than ever before. Um, so I don't know if the fans will get behind her like they kind of got behind Kofi or not, but I don't know. What do you think, Jeff? Um, it's possible. It's possible, especially if um, Vince McMahon gets the ear of it, that you know she's made that um, – Outside of wrestling, that crossover where, you know, outside of wrestling, people are looking at her and, it's, you know, they can easily say, OK, we can do something with this. And, you know, they could possibly go there with her. I'm not against it. Because, I mean, Jeff, what I did you think about? Oh, my bad. 
Uh, I was just saying, I, w- I wasn't against her first title reign. You know, when she had the title right. for a while, you know, I was like, you know, she's athletic. You know, if you're expecting her to come, come in the ring and give you a whole for whole match, that's not her style. Yeah. And I think a lot of people were eating her up for that. And that's just working on her thing. But if, you know, if they can just actually really get behind her even more than they did with Kofi, then you got something there. And she's also a lot better now than she was then. Oh, absolutely. Like, she's not oh, Asuka. Yeah. Like, Asuka might be the best. Like, Asuka, like, honestly, Asuka, Kyrie Sane, and Io Shirai. Are the best technically, technically sound wrestlers. I've, I've they might be the them. best men or women on the roster. So, like, if you're comparing them to those three, like, you know, she's not going to be them. But that don't mean she's not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jeff, did you, did you hear the pop? Because we were there. Uh, when Edge came out, how did you feel about that pop? That was that was crazy. Um, I jumped out of my bed and my wife looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> man, hey, look, man, like that dude, I don't know what kind of, you know, HGH or steroids that man's on, but God damn, he is ripped. He is ripped and old as fuck. He looks like a, a, a fucking ripped-ass Richard Branson right now. That shit fucked me up. I was like, God damn, that's Richard Branson right now. You know what's funny about that is that Edge was all even when he was wrestling constantly, his body looked like it could get there. It, right. it, he was like almost boy, like you know tiptoeing, but it was, I guess you know on the road, moving, traveling, it's hard. Now that he was like at home, baby, basically just filming the Vikings and working out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He, he looks good. Looks good for yeah. his age. So real, sh- real shit. Like the person we were sitting next to was like. Uh, Beth Phoenix, when she came in the room, was like, oh, Edge is here. I was like, oh, shit. And when I when I heard the music, I was like, yo, that shit, that shit, that shit. I pop was everything, and I loved it. I loved every bit of it. Uh, I got, you know, really uh, fatigued at that spear, though, because everybody can't have a spear, and it'd be, you know, you know, devastating. Everybody's spear can't be devastating. But apparently yeah, it is. He's in, you know, it's 2020, and... He's not the only one throwing the uh, spear around now, so. Yeah. <laughs> so so I, I'm going I'm to I'm 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 fucking this, uh, throw a curveball. So did anybody, did y'all watch NXT last night? Yeah, I watched I some did. of it. Did you see the Bruiser, the, the Bruiser, uh, wait, did you see the uh, Dusty Rhodes final, right? Did you see it? Yeah. Yes. Yo, that shit made me so fucking mad, but it was so good. Because, like, there's no way they had to do that much devastating shit to win. Cause they were fucking them up. Matt Riddle and and fucking um, the Bruiserweight was fucking killing them the whole time, and they should not have to go that long to put on a show. Cause I was already happy five minutes into the match, ten minutes into the match. But like to take that shit out for a twenty minute match and doing shit that they nobody should have kicked out of, that shit kind of blew me. But that's NXT. But I mean, but still, like that shit was crazy. It's Matt Riddle needs to be on uh, the WWE main roster all day, every day. Um, well, but yeah, that shit that's, was well, that's just a you're just because you're a casual fan, so like that's uh-huh. just kind of what it is on NXT. Like that's just weekly NXT. You're gonna get long, good matches with a lot of moves with athletic dudes. Um, but can they do that on the main roster? Can they do that on like on a Raw or SmackDown roster? Are they gonna be able to translate that? No. No. I mean, they That's could trash. do it, but they're not going to let them do it. That's yeah. trash, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so like, you, I just have to be. You got, you got to remember, too, that um, Triple, Triple H is a, a different type of uh, booker than Vince is. Right. And Vince is yeah. going to be 
okay, you guys get four minutes, you guys get five minutes. Oh, stuff. You go out there and talk for 15 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Vince is very, right. I wanted to be more story driven, where Triple H is like, I wanted to be more in ring um, driven. Mm-hmm. So, to finish up with Edge, what'd you think of the angle with Edge and Randy Orton, Jeff? Because so I thought it was fucking fantastic. Amazing. Yeah, I, thought it, I thought it was really good. Um, I mean, it's good. He gets to come back with somebody that I guess he feels safe with, especially if it's going to be a WrestleMania match. So, uh, I'm for it. Even though I'm not really a Randy Orton fan, I know that. What? You yeah. don't like the RKO? I, look, I never I, get RKO. I, I like no, the RKO. he doesn't like Randy Orton. Neither do I. I yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're right. I I don't either, but you're right. All right. Randy Orton, the person yeah. is trash. Yeah, but in the ring, yeah, I know he. You know, I'm pretty sure they can have a good match, and I'm pretty sure Ed he will look out for Edge and be like, you know, well, I want to work tonight. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes yeah. Randy Shinlock. Yeah. And Rand, oh, God, Randy, Randy yeah. is so good at playing that character. Like that character that that like. Like, people talk about, like, how slow Randy is, but when he does these type of angles, like, when he's just moving slow and, like, methodical and just like, I'm about to do this, and he's like, I'm not going to do this, then he gets in with the chair. Like, it's very compelling. He's really good at those types of things. When he used to do that shit with the punt, and he used to set the punt up, like, he's very good at that character. Um, And they haven't had that character of him in a long time, so it's kind of fresh to a lot of people. Like, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people watching that had no idea what a concerto is. <laughs> you haven't seen yeah. one in what, oh. 12 years? 12, 13 that, years? Might have been longer. Yeah, might have been longer than that. Uh, so, yeah, we had to, definitely had to talk a little bit of wrestling with my man, Jeff. Um, I don't still don't know where the hell Mike is. Uh, but, all right, we can get into some of these news stories. I, for, I didn't get to send out the um, show notes because I was sick today in the bed all day. He definitely has the fucking cooties. He picked me up from the airport, and he has the fucking cooties. I'm nervous. I do have some stories. Um, Jeff, what you think about the big ending to the Arrow finale? I thought it was a fitting ending to a um, um, to, that, to a great character, a TV character, um, as far as the comic book. Um, because, you know, the one thing about Arrow, while it was a great send-off, I can remember them uh, middle seasons struggling, <laughs> and then it found its footing again. And uh, but I thought it was a perfect ending. Um, I just loved I, I loved that episode. I love how they kept it kind of open for a Diggle show, him being the Green Lantern. Um, and it's like they just cleaned up everything. Everything that you think they might have made a, a misstep on, or they didn't do this, or they did that, they cleaned up for the final episode. See, Devin doesn't watch Arrow, so he don't know about. Dinner Never dinner. seen one episode, but I did see the the beginning of that what that that spinoff show they're gonna do with uh, I guess Green Arrow and the and look. The I'm all the way in on the spinoff show. That looks good, um, but yeah. yeah. What are you gonna say, Jeff? I was just gonna say um, his daughter, the character, uh, the character of his daughter. Yeah, me. Me, yeah, I haven't, I haven't. Uh, yeah, there's something about her that bugs me. I'm not sure what it is. I don't yeah. like her either. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. There's something about her bugs me, but I'm pretty sure. But it's it, the same thing with Oliver. I used to Bruh, always get mad. Oliver first season. the first season, man. Yeah. Mm. So I'm hoping there's gonna be a trans, you know, a trans uh, growth. But we'll see her First of all, all of them. Listen, Katie Cassidy was horrible that first season as an actress, as Laurel. Like everyone yeah. hated Laurel. That character was trash. Now. 
Laurel character is great, and she's much better, much, much better as this character she's there. I don't know if she, what happened with her acting or what, but she is a far better actress than she was eight years ago. Um, so do you think... I know, go ahead, Jeff. I think another thing, I think another thing is I, we don't never know how, you know how these people are in tune with comics and stuff, so they're trying to find their way into the character, so by a season three or season four, they're, they're, you know, they're fully into the character now. Or either they're making it, you know, their own character. So right. sometimes I think that's what it could be. So do you think um, Diggle is going to show up on the Superman show since they're supposed to be moving to Metropolis? Or do you think they might actually cast him as Jon Stewart in that Green Lantern show coming up next year? Well, this is what I was telling my son. I said, what I think is going to happen is he's just going to be on the Superman show, probably pop in and out. Because they dropped, oh, I'm going to Metropolis. They dropped that for a reason. So maybe he may be, you know, Green Lantern on that, and they'll see how people take to it on a Superman show before they, you know, try to do a season oh, or try to spin off. Right. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I just want to see how they do a Green Lantern suit on the CW budget. Because that'll be interesting to see. Um, on that show. Um, but, yeah, how have you liked the show's in general, post-crisis. Uh, I was so happy we have Earth Prime now. So now we don't have to make some convoluted effort to try to get everybody <laughs> together next year. And we don't have to do these whole crisis things anymore. You know, they can just pop in and out on each other's show whenever they feel like it. So on uh, Supergirl, they were talking about the anti-life equation. Uh, they had all these brainies from different Earths. And they were like, yeah, we're here because... Something about the anti-life equation, and I'm like, are they going to do Dark Side on this TV show before they do Dark Side in the movies? Because if the next year crossover is Dark Side, like I didn't think you could get better than Crisis, but if they do Dark Side, they're really going after uh, Warner Brothers' neck. Uh, yeah, no, I don't want I don't want them to do it. I need the I need uh, Young Justice to do that first, um, just to to do that because they're going to do it right, and then I'll. Uh, I'll allow the CW shows to do it because <laughs> Well, you know, you know what's funny about that? Um, the TV is working with. Um, uh, they're working with WB now. They're working with each other. So I mean, it's good, but I mean, I'm just saying. Who knows? DC animation is just by far the best thing going as far as superhero anything. Um, fuck those Marvel movies. Fuck all that. But as far as storytelling with superheroes. DC gets it right every fucking time, um, and that's the only thing they get right. So uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Jeff, uh, have you watched Picard? No, I haven't watched it either. But I hear it's so great, so I'll probably watch it. Oh my god, it's so good! It's so good! It's, it was so good. So um, I've watched Picard, Brandon didn't. So I have to catch up on Curve Your Enthusiasm. Jeff, have you seen Curve Your Enthusiasm yet? I am on season two. I'm sorry. Oh, oh you're starting from oh, scratch. <laughs> yeah, I love it though. You you just embrace the the weird awkward, awkwardness of real life, and like if you apply what Larry goes to to your real life, that show will be so. It's a genius. It's, it's he's a fucking master, and, and just. Portraying real life on the screen, like, eh. and it only gets better. It only gets better, Jeff. 
Did you yeah. uh, see the criticism Sebastian had of Captain America, Sebastian Stan, Bucky? Um, I saw a headline, but I didn't read it. So what's going on with that? All right. So the saga, Avengers uh, Endgame star Sebastian Stan shared some fan criticism of Captain America, earning the approval of Star Wars John Boyega. Uh, the saga began when Marvel UK and Ireland shared a photo of Stan's Bucky Barnes with Steve Rogers' Chris Evans from Captain America, the first Avenger with the caption, Together Until the End of the Line. A fan later commented on the photo, writing, Together Until the End of the Line, or until bad, inconsistent, out-of-character writing turns Steve Rogers into his own antithesis, antithesis, uh, they broke it into two lines, shouldn't it be Together Until the End of the Lie now? Stan then shared the critique on his Instagram account. A screenshot can be found below. So he took that critique and put it on his Instagram account for what that fan said. Uh, in their post, the fan is referring to Captain America's decision to go back in time and live out a peaceful life with Peggy Carter at the end of Endgame. Some viewers thought this was out of character for Cap, as he would never abandon his shield or the life of a hero. In the spirit of Disney's own crossover, Star Wars John Boyega got involved. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker star posted a gif of Emperor Palpatine with the caption, Welcome, Mr. Stan. <laughs> Boyega's been critical of his franchise himself, calling out the Raylo ship earlier this month. Well, he's not the only one uh, about that one. Um, so, yeah, what do you think about that, John? Do you think that was out of character for Cat to go back in time and spend his life with Peggy Carter? Okay. Um, no, I'm just gonna say what I feel. No, because if you watch, if, if people need to stop trying to always go comic accurate. Whenever you read in the comics, this is what you expected from the movies. If you've been watching the Marvel movies this long, this was always going to happen. I mean, they, they've been breadcrumbs to this that you could have followed to see. Yeah, I can see Cap doing this, even though he going back and say when he said in um, Endgame. You know, uh, I did what Tony told me to do and go find, you know, go find a life. Go find a life that I missed out on. And okay, this is breaking news. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you good. Go ahead. Uh, Picard is now free on, the first episode is now free on YouTube. Yeah, it's been on there. That's not breaking news. Oh, my bad. I just, I just seen it for the first time. I'm sorry. I saw it on CBS well, All Access. I, I can go watch it on YouTube. Thank you. I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm, damn. I'm like, shit. Um, all right, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I don't think it's a big deal. I, I don't. I think it was always, you know, you could tell that he, because you even scenes you see he would always kind of like yearn and like, oh, I wish I, you know, I wish I could still be with her. And so no, I think this. I think this is how the movie should have went. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that um, so much. I mean, I can get how somebody could say that's out of character. I can, I can see that. Um, but it's, I don't know if it's necessarily out of character for this Captain America, like Jeff said, maybe for the comic book Captain America. And then also, we don't know what Steve did when he went back in time. So he might have still been fighting shit the whole time, living with Peggy Carter. We don't know, because they haven't explored that yet. So we don't know what the fuck he did. Even at the end, too, when um, Bucky and um, Sam were standing there, he, he he looked at Sam and just told him to go over there because he already knew. The character knew what what uh, Captain America went what Steve Rogers did. But he just didn't want to see him as an old man. Right. <laughs> That's why he didn't go over there. So, yeah, I just, 
people just like to talk. So I haven't talked to you since this finished, uh, Jeff, but what did you think about The Mandalorian? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. I, I, that was like my favorite show. My favorite streaming show. Like, I can hands down say, I enjoyed every single episode. I haven't okay. felt like that since, I haven't felt like that since Daredevil season one. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, that, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, Daredevil season one was lit. But yeah, I agree. The Mandalorian was everything. Just the money they put into it, the cinematography, the, the story that they're telling, what they set up for next season. It was just done almost perfectly. That and Watchmen were just two perfect seasons. We can't even talk about Watchmen. God, that was just cinematography at its best and, and just storytelling at a high level. Uh, and it was a black show and white people didn't know till the end. Uh, and that made me happy. Um, that made me really fucking happy. Uh, but yeah, Watchmen is definitely number one as far as a uh, series of 2019 for me. Um, and you know, The Mandalorian was good. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm not big on The Mandalorian. I, I still like, you know, uh, their animated stuff. I still like Clone Wars and, and Rebels uh, a lot. But Baby Yoda, you know, Baby Yoda. Is a sensation, and uh, it's going to keep going. So we'll see. Uh, speaking, <clears throat> speaking of streaming shows, Jeff, did you know that Marvel moved up uh, the date for Wandavision? Yeah, I heard. So Wandavision will be coming out in 2020, along with Captain America and Falcon. So we're going to get two Marvel series this year on Disney Plus. Um, and WandaVision is supposed to introduce like a bunch of shit. Like it's supposed to be very important going forward for the MCU. Uh, so we're not just only going to see Monica Rambeau, who apparently is going to be an employee of Sword, which nice, which is interesting because if you remember at the end of Ages of Shield last season, they basically kind of introduced Sword, and at the end of Captain Marvel, they introduced Sword. So uh, this should be really interesting to see where they go with that. Um, but I'm not. Would sure. you want to see a show, Brandon? Would you want to see an ABC show uh, of sword? No. If they could do it. Okay. No, I think when Agents of Shield is over, they need to let it go because I don't think you can do anything better than that. Uh, I don't think you can top Agents of Shield um, in that type of story, the type of show that they've done. Because people forget that show's coming back too. They still got the final season of that. So. Um, that is going to be pretty damn amazing, I think. And Kevin Feige is over all of it now. So I imagine this last season, Agents of Shield is going to have a lot more integration into the MCU than the previous ones because it's basically all under one studio now. Right, um, and you can just go ahead and transition that to Disney Plus shit. Yeah, yeah you're right. So we'll, we'll see um, what happens uh, with that. Um, Devin, you want to talk about some of the anime that you've been watching? Man, I really haven't been watching a lot. I've just been really chilling, man, trying to get my life together, man, because this Kobe shit really fucked me up. Um, but uh, I did watch uh, Kippo on Netflix. It's a show with Sterling K. Brown, Dion Cole, and some other black people. Uh, and that first season is on Netflix, and it's available. Um my Hero Academia is uh, getting ready for their movie. 
uh, that that comes out this week in Japan, and you'll be able to stream it, you know, uh, on wherever you watch your anime pretty soon. Uh, Boruto is still amazing, um, and um, what else? Fire Force. If you didn't watch Fire Force, uh, it's on Crunchyroll. It's on Hulu. That's really good. Um, and then anything on uh, Amazon Prime is really good. Like Vinland Saga, watch that. It's still amazing. Um, rewatch it. There's a, a show on Amazon Prime called Duro. Um, that's great. Um, but yeah, any any kind of anime you watch is, is amazing. Their storytelling is far better than anything we do here in the States. Um, and that's pretty much it. Jeff, do you watch anime? Absolutely, sir. Where do you watch it? Oh, boy. Here we go. Um, so, my wife has been watching Inuyasha. Inuyasha. I've been watching that. Okay. That's a throwback. I haven't been, like, I've been in and out with it, but, you know. But I've been watching uh, Naruto. Ladies love it. Naruto. So, you started, you started at Naruto, not Naruto Shippuden. Say that again? You started at Naruto and not Naruto Shippuden, right? Yeah, Naruto. Okay. Um, I am watching, still watching One Piece. Y'all know how that goes. That's a yo, nine hundred and twenty-seven episodes. Yo. What? Nine. Yeah. 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 And I haven't even scratched the surface. I'm like on a hundred and twenty subs. I'm like, oh. So I stopped. I, just... I stopped. I stopped watching right around like like seven hundred. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, I won't be watching that. It's good, man. I mean, it's really it's good. Really, it really is good. It, okay, so all these shows are better than Dragon Ball Z could ever be because there's always action. You know, Dragon Ball Z is nothing but, like, what you would call, like, growing up, like a cock tease, you know? <laughs> like, Dragon Ball Z gets you up to the action, and then boom. Oh, we're going to do some talking for, like, two more episodes. Like, and then you finally get some action. But uh, these shows give you action, 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 and they develop their characters far better than Dragon Ball Z could ever uh, dream of doing uh, like Brandon, you should watch uh, Bleach. Bleach is really good for you to get started with because Bleach is already over and Bleach is really good. Um, but yeah, something some, some easy to watch, something some short. Yeah, have you watched um, um, Assassination Classroom? Man, it's good, it's on Hulu, it's really good. Uh, he probably won't watch it. Uh, I'll, it's in English now because Brandon's not reading subtitles, you gotta realize. He, these people are, are so silly that they can't read and watch I cinema. I can read subtitles. I never said I can't do that. You don't want to. If you ever decide to watch it, it's, it's only two seasons. So I, watched, easy I watched One Punch Man. You watched it, did you watch it in English or you watched it in, in, on subtitles? I watched it. Why would I watch it in subtitles when it's in English? I'm, I'm just... I watched it. But in, if it wasn't in subtitles. English, I would watch it in subtitles. Oh, uh, no, because so you're not watching brand new episodes then. That's what you're trying, I'm trying to yeah, tell I you. I only watched the first season. Okay, exactly. And I watched uh, My Hero Academia. I got finally caught up. Oh, you caught up? What about Black? What do you, have you watched uh, Black Clover yet? No. Black Clover is everything and more. Uh, the first 50 episodes are on Hulu. Um, and then you can, you know, anime is so easy to, to, to just watch anywhere. Um, if you do need sites to watch anime on, uh, I got you. Dr. Stone is really good and it's in his first season. That was really good. So the first 
of 2009, the, the best things uh, that came out were definitely Demon Slayer, um, Doctor Stone, and then Fire Force. Those are the top three um, animes of 2019, in my opinion. Um, that this started out, and then you know, my hero academia is definitely still going strong. Um, they're dealing with their their big bad right now. Um, so it's it's re- it's really good. And you know, if you know why anime, Sunday's the day. You know, we don't have Saturdays. We have Sundays in the anime community because we get shit at four o'clock in the morning on Hulu. I don't know. I don't know what I want to go to next. I got because my Funimation queue is stacked. So I'm like, okay, I don't know what to go to next. But man, just dive yeah. in, man. I, I mean, like, I really haven't stopped. I, I haven't found a bad one, honestly. Uh, like, right, I was, I was watching the thing on a. Uh, on Netflix last night, it's called The Girl Who Tease Me or whatever. And it's literally like a girl that digs this boy, but she fucks with him like all day, every day. Like, and they're friends, but she fucks with him and it's so funny, yo. Um, and then there's another thing on um, anime called, I mean, on Netflix called Scissor Seven, um, where this guy, uh, he has a mysterious past and is this chicken guy, but he has these amazing powers with these scissors, and they want to become assassins. So that's uh, also on on uh, Netflix. Okay. But uh, other than that, I've been watching a lot of documentaries, man. So um, I meant to ask you. Actually, I get Jeff's opinion on some of these things. Um, what do you think about the uh, Mobius Morbius trailer? Uh, it was a trail. <laughs> like, like I didn't, I didn't get overhyped, and I, you know, I didn't like it. It, it was cool. Like, I guess. Yeah, I'm just. I for one thing, I've never, ever liked the character more. Ever. I don't care where he showed up. I was just like, Ugh, I just can't. I don't like the character. Um, okay. And I got you got the actor. I don't particularly care <laughs> play. Uh, actor, I particularly don't care for playing the character. I don't particularly care for. So it's just like. Yeah, okay. Uh, and they got Tyrese in there. Did you see that? No. Yeah, they got Tyrese. He's got a, a multi a multi film deal too. So that means he's gonna have some type of <laughs> some level of important character. It's Tyrese. He's wow. like some type of FBI or CIA agent or some type of agent of some sort in the film. And I'm just like didn't check. I, I ain't mad at that. <coughs> um, I've been reading great reviews on Birds of Prey. <clears throat> Jeff, are you excited for that next week? I am now. After reading, like after seeing some of the reviews and people talking about it, I'm I'm more excited than I was, you know, before these uh, reviews came out. Yeah, this is the most positive reviews I've seen for a DC movie. Um, like I haven't seen one bad one yet. Like not a single bad review so as a matter of fact uh, let me see here real quick what is it at on Rotten Tomatoes right now I didn't get that uh, Jeff while, while Brandon looks up back uh, what's going on in your show this week oh yeah we're gonna um, we're gonna be doing a lowdown dirty shame we'll jump back into sports uh, well excuse me We'll be doing for Hood Classics. It'll be a lowdown, dirty shame. Mm-hmm. Um, sports talk, uh, sports talk show. We'll probably be talking about wrapping up the Super Bowl, 
And I was going to do a wrestling show this week, but I'll probably save it for next week. Or I might do it this weekend. Um, I'll probably just wrap up and maybe talk so about it. So who you got in the Super Bowl? Chiefs. Chiefs. Uh, definitely. I, I just don't feel like, uh, you know, Jimmy G has the uh, the ability to score 30 points. Um, and the Chiefs defense is better than people think it is. So uh, I, I definitely look for them to win. And Andy Reid will be in the Hall of Fame. After this game, so He'll be in regardless. You think so? Yes, Andy Reid's yeah. a genius. Like there'll be malpractice if he's not in the Hall of Fame. He is fantastic. He's been fantastic. He was taking them shitty ass teams with Donald McNabb and nothing to the NFC Championship every year. Every year, yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm looking forward to the Super Bowl as well. Um. Oh, speaking of, this I'll be weekend, in KC tomorrow. Matter of fact, yeah. Speaking of this weekend, um. Myself, Rich Van, and Travis Bryant are going to be doing a review of The Expanse Season 4 on oh, Saturday. Man, I'm so I'm super excited to talk to them about that because I've been dying to talk to someone about The Expanse because neither one of my co-hosts watched the best show on television. I, I think it's not on television. It's a streaming service. So uh, It was on television. Did you watch The Expanse, Jeff? No, but I've been told I need to be watching. You do, you do. You you do. I, I watched two seasons. I didn't. I didn't get to season three. Um, but yeah, it, it was really good. It's definitely compelling. Uh, it's relatable to to now times, if you can believe that. It's relatable. Definitely relatable. Characters are are, are definitely uh, fleshed out. You get a lot of character development. Um, and yeah, I mean the. The the graphics and the money they put into it is uh, definitely uh, why it's amazing. So Mike's not on yet, but Jeff, he just Mike just got a switch. So what have you been playing on your switch? Um, what is the game called? I just bought it. Uh, it's like, uh, oh my God, I can't think of the name. I just bought a game recently, um, a digital game, and it's like this uh, 80s, I don't even know what to call it. Was it like Mega Man? No, it's not Mega Man. It's, um, oh man, hold on, you know how to go on my phone, I see. Have you played Stardew Valley? No. But other than the game I just bought, all I've been playing is um um the River City Girls game. The what game? <laughs> River City Girls. What the fuck is that? River City Girls. Let me see. This is like anime. Yeah. This is like it's like uh. It's, if I play video games, it looks uh, like Double Dragon with two girls. Oh man, so good! It, it, it's an addictive game. That's all. I, that's all I can tell you. It's um. I don't know if you ever played the Scott Pilgrim game on the with the PS3 back oh, in the no, day. Oh no, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, it, it's similar to that. Look at this game, bro. This shit looks crazy. All right, I'm gonna have to check that out because I'm trying to get back into my Switch. Uh, I just got Super Smash Brothers, um, and I already had Ultimate Alliance, but I haven't played it in a while. Um, did you beat Ultimate Alliance, Jeff? Not yet. Because, oh, yeah. you know, I'll stop playing the um story 
And every time they uh, bring out, you know, an expansion pack to get other players, and I'm like, oh, I got to get these other players. Well, I'll, you know, I got to get back to just concentrating on the beating the game. Story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a couple of random things. Jeff, have you been watch? Have you watched the Harley Quinn show? Right before I answer that, the game is called Katana Zero. Oh, it's like this. It's this really bugged out game. You like a ninja, and you're going to do these assassinations um, for this guy. But basically, like after certain missions, you have to go talk to you have to go talk to like this psychiatrist, and then the psychiatrist <laughs> gives you drugs after every mission. It's it's crazy, but it's a fun game. It's, it's ten really- out of ten on stream on Steam, and it's fucking eighty three percent. Yeah, I mean. Looks legit, yo. It was number fifteen dollars. I was like, yeah, why not? Yeah, exactly. A lot of these digital games, like these independent games, are really good, like really, really yeah. well done. And the soundtrack is—I love the soundtrack. <laughs> the soundtrack. All right, so I may check that out. I'm trying to get some more games on my Switch. Um, but yeah, have you watched uh, Harley Quinn, Jeff? Yeah, um, I started it when I started last week. I started okay. watching it, and I I had forgot about it, and I was like, oh shit! But um, I think I watched the first two episodes. Um, it's what I thought it was gonna be. It's exactly no, what I thought. No, it was you're be. lying, sir. You're you're lying. You didn't think they were gonna give you that this gold. You didn't think that. Absolutely. No, no, don't you get on this podcast and tell Fib, sir, because I had no, I did not have these expectations. I have very low standards for this show, and it exceeded every one of them, and it's fantastic. Oh, fantastic. no, 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 no. When I'm saying I figured it was going to be that type of humor, I just didn't know it was going to be done so well. Oh, yeah. The okay, humor, okay. Like, the show is really well done, like really, yeah. really well done. And they got big-name actors. Like, they got J.B. Smooth to play the plant. They got uh, Kaylee... Uh, whatever, the from Big Bang Theory Big girl. Bang Theory to play Harley Quinn. They had Wanda Sykes as the Fable Queen. Like, they got all types of people in these shows, and they're all all in on this. It's fantastic. They got the dude from the Drew Carey show playing Batman, which is hilarious. What's homie's name? Um, Oswald? No, not Oswald. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that dude. His name is... Uh, Oswald Patton? No, not Oswald Patton. Um, his name is... Uh, yeah, Diedrich Bader. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's playing yeah. Batman, which is pretty hilarious if you think about that. Yeah, because um, it makes Batman seem after-minded and shit. I love it, yeah. So, yeah, I'm really enjoying that. Um, Jeff, um, have you been caught up on any comics? What are you reading now? I'm not reading anything right now. I have not read anything. And the only thing I'm not, reason why I'm not reading anything right now is because um, I need a new iPad, and I'm tired of dealing with the one I have. <laughs> That's crazy. I literally put that shit, like, I was on the plane today, I was like, I want a new iPad, and um, I'm going to get one pretty soon, because I uh, got these Apple gift cards that are $100, so, and then the new iPad is, like, maybe, like, like two, two something, 280 something like that. So, yeah. I feel you on that. You got to read the X-Men. Uh, Hickman's X-Men. It's so great. It's so great. Um, yeah, that was the last thing I was reading. Yeah, Hickman X Men is great. Um, I've been reading uh, the new Star Wars is interesting. So, <coughs> the Star Wars season, uh, series with new number ones, and so this one takes place between 
Empire Strikes Back and uh, Return of the Jedi. So the first series took place between New Hope and Empire, as this one takes place after four and five. Uh, I mean, not four and five, five and six. Uh, so I don't next exactly know what's going on, but I know the first issue talked about like how what went on with Lando and basically like it picks up after they were on Cloud City and Leia and them are just shitting on Lando. And they're like, how could you sell out Han like that? You got him taken, like fuck you, you're trash, and he's like, yo, I can get him back, and like, it's this whole thing with them, so I think it's going to explore, part of it's going to be exploring, like, how he became a part of the uh, resistance, uh, it wasn't called, what were they called back then, not the resistance, um, rebels, how he became a rebel fighter and all that stuff, so um, that should be very interesting. Um, Kelly Thompson's back right in Captain Marvel again which is a, a perfect match. She's great at writing Captain Marvel. Uh, I think she's also writing Deadpool, too, which is very interesting uh, to read that. Um, and then what else have I been reading? Um, Captain America with ta Coates is unbelievable. Uh, that dude has really hit his stride uh, writing comics. Uh, it took him a little while. I mean, he was good, but you could tell he was having some trouble like adjusting to the median, but he is full on comic book writer now, and it is a story to read. Um, he goes, this goes into Russia, like it ties into like uh, geopolitical dramas of today. It's 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 great. Um, it's really really great. Um, did you watch that Aaron Hernandez uh, thing, Jeff? Uh, yeah, on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, I watched. So okay, how do you feel about it? Give it, give us your notes. Um, um, it's an interesting. It was an interesting. Um, like what was it three episodes? Yeah. Uh, I think I, I think the first episode was going in the right direction because it was basically giving you that backstory. Of uh, things that you know we you know the people didn't know about him and certain things. Mm-hmm. But as it kept going, I just felt I, I don't know. I I can't really describe what it was, but it just didn't. I don't know. Maybe I didn't was, say what. I didn't say what. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Like I could have been good off of episode one, and then yeah. you know a little bit of episode two. They shortened episode two, but you're not going to just you know. I, again, nobody. I don't kink shame nobody, but like. Bro, like, you don't just assassinate the character of a dead man like that, you know what I mean? Like, he ain't got no defense for himself. Or like, oh, so he out here sucking dick, so we just, he's a whole gay man, like, you know what I mean? Like, and he can't yeah. respond to that or nothing like that. And I mean, you got I mean, your daddy with you, so you, I mean, again, I, I don't care, but again, like. I mean, do you really care about Aaron Hernandez? I mean, terrible I was, person. <laughs> I, I was I was a Florida Gator fan. And, so, uh, and, I, I, and, I, and I think I think that's where I started to feel a certain type of way about it because I'm like, am I? Are they trying to make me feel a certain type of way about him? <laughs> right. No, I'm I, I, like, and I just pushed through it because I was watching it with somebody else, and I was just like, okay, I'm over this. Like, I'm done. Okay, we saw it. Yeah, I get it. It's you know, it's always two sides and. Yeah, you want to talk about football and you know injuries to the head? I'm down with you there, right. but he still just was a shitty person. I understand right. it, you know, 
and and you know I feel sorry for his kids. You know, there's not that it, you know not don't have their father, but still that nigga was he, a thug all the way back in high school. Like yeah, thug in like, the non pejorative sense, like an actual gangster. <laughs> yeah, they would try to make it like, well, you know, he was. This type of kid, and you know, it's all because of his mother, though. He blamed his mother. It's his father, fault. his father went away, and yeah, and which I can understand. That, that's the only thing I can understand to a certain degree. His father, right. you know, his father left, of course, because he was under that thumb, and he pretty much was like, basically, hey, I'm gonna fuck you up if you do something stupid. So yeah, I get that much, but everything else was just like, yeah, whatever. He was just he was he was two different people. Yeah, I mean, the, but that's what happens. The most interesting thing was, to me, out the whole thing, was how he acted when he saw um, the, uh, Kraft, Robert Kraft. I was like, why he keep looking back at him like that? Like, they, you know, Robert Kraft came and took it. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. You know, because, was it because this man that he pretty much put on a show for you know, now see who the real Aaron Hernandez is and he's embarrassed or you could tell he was just like, oh, he just kept looking back at him like, oh, that's that's interesting. That's weird. Other than that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Brandon, did you, did you have any takeaways from it? That, like, I didn't watch it. Left? That's why I wanted to ask y'all. Oh, I just uh, know he's a should... terrible person. So. <laughs> and that's hey. all that. Did you know A&E jumped on it? No, they ain't not A&E. One of those I, one of them stations jumped on it too, and now they got their own little Aaron Hernandez thing. And I'm like, really? And it's the same uh, high school quarterback that's on there saying the same thing. I'm just like, oh, you want to check? Right, right. Like that's that's my only thing. I mean, because we don't even gotta flush that part of the story out. We don't need that. Like, was like, it better or worse than the R. Kelly one? Surviving R. Kelly. Oh, it's, it's much better. It's much better than the R. Kelly thing, just because it's not stuff we are. We didn't know a lot of this stuff. Uh, you know, it, ask me on a different day, I'll give you two different answers. I, mean, like, I don't know at this point. I, mean, I didn't, I I didn't know they did this. I remember watching Survivor R. Kelly and just being in, like, I couldn't turn away. It was like, I was like, this dude is yeah, one of the it was worst like, people I'm, in the world. Like, y'all do know it's a season two of that, right? Yeah, I just hey, saw that. Yeah, 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 I yeah, just yeah. saw that. <laughs> Again, I started, I started watching season two. I was like, "Ooh, I didn't know this." <laughs> I was yeah, just like, look, "You can say all bad. that shit about Robert all day, every day, right?" In my barbershop where I get my haircut, we still they still listen to our Kelly music. Yes, I, because I ain't black men are trash. That's not surprising. Uh, I mean, I, I, you know, I guess I'm trash because I mean, that's not a surprise. Nope. They probably don't you think know, R. Kelly did it. I bet you, if you brought it up. Right? I bet you, if you brought it up and been like, "Yo, why y'all still listen to R. Kelly?" Like, I bet you if you said that, I guarantee you people would be in there defending that nigga. No, they don't be defending him, but I mean, I bet we you already would. knew. We already that's it. That's exactly that's their statement. We already knew. So, what you want me to stop liking the song because I already knew this nigga was the uh, fucking little girl? No, we didn't already know these things. Bruh. We did not already Bruh. know. We didn't know the graphic details, but we knew like, to an they, the, first, the first time, yeah, the first time he told me, I was like, I believe that shit. <laughs> like, the funny, well, not even the funny thing. The sad thing about this is this situation should have been taken care of a long time ago. A long time ago. Thank you. A long time ago. Dude, that just shows how trash that a lot of people were back then. Because uh, it was you know, getting paid. It, it was on payroll. 
it, it's cool. No, I'm talking about people no, in the, the industry. People. That the yeah. people, the in the, people like um people like uh your people like me. And I'm not I'm not sure if they want to. But I'm saying like people who did 106 in part. They had an idea of this thing that was going, but they were putting them on the show or whatever the show was at the time. Yeah, 106 in part. MTV would put them on a show. They would play his videos, but you know. You knew these people had a little more insight than uh, everyday person like me and you, right? So, and they just kept going with, and, you know, they kept promoting them. They kept people kept buying the shit, and even after the uh, tape came out, we ignored it. We just they ignored were like, it. I mean, Dave Chappelle made a whole because they were know? like, people don't care, so why should we care? That's basically what it was. People don't care, why should we care? And then, to, and then you gotta realize, like. The, that R. Kelly sex tape is one of the lowest moments in like black culture history. Because if you think about it, the hottest bootleg tape. Because this is people younger don't remember this, but everybody used to go get bootlegs. Like people used to sell bootlegs in the corner in the school and barber shops. Everybody was selling bootlegs. The hottest bootleg tape in the country was child porn. Think about that. That's facts. God damn. Everybody was rolling up at barber shops on the corner or in or in thrift stores and swap meets to line up to buy a child for. It's yeah, terrible. Did I join at the wrong time or did I hear you correctly? Yes. You, did not like you don't know about R. Kelly, but we're talking about the R. Kelly tape. You were a child then. You don't know it. Like somebody just taking that piss to the face is like, and you just see it and you, you watch it. But I was a child at the time, so I guess it's not child. I, I don't know. I, I never watched it because at the time I was just like, "Why am I watching a grown man have sex with a child? That's weird." I mean, it's really not the sex part you were you really watching. You was watching it taken in the face, like it's, she's getting peed on. Uh, you could watch that without a child. I mean, you clearly could, but I'm just saying it's it's the spectacle of of the stature of the, of the man, and you're like, "Oh, he really did pee on that woman." Uh, and but again. And again, Allegedly, if what you took from that tape is that he peed on a woman and not that he's having sex with a child, that is why he was able to last as long as he was. I mean, he, first of all, he's a musical genius. Let's not, let's not uh, take that away from him. I mean, uh, you can say so? he's a trash-ass person. We, 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 we can split hairs on this all day, Brandon. Uh, again, uh, if I'm at a cookout or a family function and step in the name of love, come on, I'm going to dance with my mama every time. And she gonna dance with me, so uh, I don't give a fuck. And I would hope uh, that I about, go to a family function where they don't play that because there's plenty of other songs you can play. Uh, I mean, Seven Name of is 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 a, is a classic. I mean, I mean, you're not. I wish I believe I can fly. You you gonna tell me I can't listen to that shit no more? I'm not. I'm not gonna. And I'm not gonna do it. This is why he still exists. Uh, this is I mean, why I don't condone. I don't condone any of his activities, but those songs, those are songs, uh, you know. Uh, again, Bill Cosby is a terrible person. Am I gonna stop watching the That's, Cosby okay, show? Okay, hold on. on. Okay, Jeff will. I think Jeff will agree with me. This. That's not the same. And the reason why it's not the same is because the Cosby Show is not about an old man drugging people and giving them hoodlums <laughs> and raping them. The Cosby Show is nothing about that. R. Kelly is literally rapping, right, singing about having sex with underage children all the time. So he. It's not like you can say, I can separate the art from the man because, you know, it's art. Like James Brown, right? James Brown's not singing about beating the shit out of his wife. So when you listen to a James Brown song, you can be like, oh, yeah, listen to the song. 
when you listen to R. Kelly talking about feeling on people's booties and fucking them and doing all types of shit, he's talking I mean, about little kids. I mean, it was little Kim's booty on the video, so all I know is he's talking about a grown woman in this video. That's the depiction I He got, has a know? song called AJ, Nothing But A Number. I, first of all, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, I would just say that I don't listen to that song. I'm just saying I don't listen to that song. But I mean, <laughs> if there's songs in his catalog that I do like, you're goddamn right. Mm-mm. That one you can't. I don't know how people can separate those. The other people, I get it. I get it. I could turn the Cosby Show and be like, "Oh, it's the Cosby Show. It's a great Claire show." Fox. Yeah, that's Cliff Hawkins. Yeah, that's, that's not Bill Cosby. That's not Bill Cosby. But that, that, that dude is talking about little girls in his songs. I can't separate that. I don't know how anyone can separate that. That's literally what he's talking about in all those songs. Because if you know, all he does is rape girls so when he's talking about all his sexual he's not raping girls man he's not raping girls he got a whole sex harem of girls that are 18 to 19 years old no 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 see you clearly didn't watch survivor r kelly oh i didn't i didn't i didn't i didn't want to watch it i didn't you're right no you clearly didn't watch survivor i think you might want to watch it you might want to watch that shit I don't want to watch it because you know what? I'm not going to do it. I don't, you I don't might want to watch about the dude and him getting his yeah. boys and rolling up to people's high schools and waiting for the girls to get out of class oh, and take them to McDonald's oh, no. down the street from the high school and hang out with them. Because I don't want to I don't want to do it. You know, they say never meet your, your heroes in real life and I don't want to ever meet my heroes in real life. So uh, uh, I just want to leave yeah, this. Yeah, yeah you might, yeah. might want to take that one back. If you watch that, you're going to feel really bad about yourself. Uh, no, you know, I won't feel bad about myself. No, like you this. will. You'll be like, no, trust me. You'll be like, uh, yeah. Because it just, <laughs> like, the, it starts off with, like, all this. It, all right, I'll be talking about this for a while, but it starts off with all the stuff that you know, right? It's like the first right. episode is just, like, this overview of, like, all the shit, like, the good shit that, like, he's a musical genius and blah, 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 blah. blah. And then they talk about, like, the sex tape, blah, blah, blah. And then they go back to his childhood and then. They get into the shit. And then the next episode is like, all this more shit. And then the third episode is like, oh, you thought he was done 12 years ago? No, no, no. This is what he's doing now. And then it's like all the shit that he's doing right now. Like, as we talk, right now. I just knew about the house in Atlanta, and the sex house in Atlanta. I was like, oh, damn, that's that's awful. I believe it. So uh, I always like to get, uh, before we get Mike into this, but I always like to get a Screen Rant Top 10. Because I like how ridiculous their lists are, and so we got Jeff here, who's who'll be game for this. And Mike is probably too young to know most of these things, but we'll see what he knows. And I know Devin knows this. So today's uh, screen rant list is the top ten game shows. All right, this is a good one. Family Feud's not number one. Number ten is the Match Game. Oh, it's good. It's good. The throwbacks. They're good. They're good. What do you think about the match game, Jeff? I don't even know what that is. You don't know the match game? Oh. It's from back in the day. They did a reboot recently, though. The match game? The match game, yeah. How I go? I mean, what, what, what's the, how's, how's the game? I mean, I don't know. Cause. The central premise of the game is... Uh, uh, with answers to fill in blanks, fill in the blank questions. So like they have questions and then you got to fill in the blank. It's an old game. 
number nine, the $100,000 pyramid. I didn't know this oh, shit was I'm... back on. Oh, that shit dope. Yeah, that shit dope. Michael uh, Strahan did it. Yeah, apparently this is back on Michael Strahan. For the summer, they did it for the summer, all the uh, so they can fill up some some prime time slots, and they put celebrities on it. Yeah, I had no idea this shit was back on. Uh, all right, uh, number eight. Are you smarter than the fifth grader? Jeff Foxworthy is hilarious. Um, no, he, he don't host it. You know, John Cena hosted the show. Uh, I'm just saying the oh, the, the original, original sir. Yeah, they brought yeah. that shit back with John Cena. Oh no, nah, it's trash. Also, I do enjoy that show because people are stupid. These fifth graders be outsmarting these grown adults. This should be higher. Number seven, let's make a deal. Wayne Brady is fucking amazing. He needs a fucking statue because he's been doing this shit for so long. And this show is great because it's all improvisational and uh, it's fun. I find people Wayne Brady it. to be corny as fuck. Uh, Black Hollywood, you know, what she wanted him to do, man. You got to get paid. <laughs> Number six. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Number six, deal or no deal? Man, that shit was great back in the day. God damn, that shit was, that was fucking captivating TV back in the day. And it still comes on now. It's crazy, though. New what? That still too. comes on? Yeah, new episodes. I mean, the, there's only one number one, but we'll see. Uh, number five, who wants to be a millionaire? Man, that was good when Regis did it. Uh, I, after Regis stopped, who gives a fuck? Does it still come on? Uh, they, I don't know. They did it with that. that uh, what's her name? Uh, some, some white woman. I, I don't know her name. I like, I like these shows that actually have questions that are difficult. Oh, yeah. I get mad watching these shows that have these easy-ass questions. I'm just like, they would never put me on that show because I'd win all the money. And I'm not even a genius, but I just know some shit. So I like to watch shows that like actually make me not know shit. Man, the game show network got some fire ass shows that like that you thought you would be good at, and then you're not good at because you be like, oh shit, I thought I knew, but I didn't know. All right, here we go to the heavy hitters. Number four, Wheel of Fortune. Uh, I mean, yo, real shit. What you say, Jeff? Wheel of Fortune need to be higher than that. Higher than four? Yeah. All right, we'll I'm gonna say why they need to be a four. I'm gonna say why because. Pat Sajak was out for a goddamn week, and they let Vanna White do that shit. It was fucking trash. Oh my god, she should never host ever again. But she's other been hosting on and off for years. Uh, again, trash. Never let her host, and I need to watch those episodes are trash. Also, uh, Pat Sajak is from Baltimore, which is funny. And Pat Sajak is an ageless wonder. Yes, he is. I mean, that's what plastic surgery will do to you. I'm just saying, you still look the goddamn same. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't know how he does it. I don't know. I know how he does it. It's called plastic <laughs> surgery. Uh, number three, the Price is Right. Drew Carey is not Bob Barker, and um, you know, other than that, you know, back in the day, Brandon, our summers were spent. You know, we couldn't go outside until the Price is Right and the stories went off. Uh, so that's that was a very special place in my my, my heart. You know. Price is right as everything with Bob Barker. Did Bob Barker seem a little creepy to y'all? Oh, he was super oh, creepy. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Also, I, although, I do think more shows need to incorporate the Price is Right microphone. Says everything. Because that is the best. Number two, which should be number one, Jeopardy. I agree. Wow. 
Jeopardy's not number one. That's all I've been thinking this whole time. Jeopardy was gonna be number one. Jeopardy is the best. It's one of the best shows on television. I can watch Jeopardy. I because you learn shit. Well, yeah, but not really. But it just. I love. I love me some Jeopardy, and I miss the greatest Jeopardy ever thing last week. I mean, two weeks ago, and I was so mad at myself. So fucking. Oh, yeah, I wanted out. to watch that so bad. Um, it was good. It's really good. Jeopardy is my shit. And number one is Family Feud. And I mean, I knew it was number one just before even looking at it. But uh, I mean, Steve Harvey has taken that show and made it uh, hilarious. Um, and then Pat Jack was great. And then the, I mean, what's his name? It's Rob, Rob or something. Niggas used to kiss niggas on the, on the cheek and shit, kiss bitches in the mouth. Yeah, you know, like, you know, Family Feud is where it's at. Because you get to. Yeah, I, uh-huh. a lot of people like Steve Harvey from this show, but I haven't watched it. Oh, yeah, y'all are tripping, man. Steve say, Harvey the funniest like, thing about going into 2020, like the 2010s to 2019, is that somehow Steve Harvey, Ice Cube, Ice-T, and Snoop Dogg are household wholesome motherfuckers. Yeah, niggas don't know them. These are, host, these are like daytime television wholesome people to white America. In 2020, like white America sits home, white housewives sit at home at 1 p.m. and watch Snoop Dogg cook with Martha Stewart, watch Ice T on the longest running TV show, watch Ice Cube and family movies, and watch Steve Harvey host a game show. And have his own show. Think about that shit. Think about that shit 25 years ago. <laughs> when Snoop Dogg was on trial for murder, Ice Cube was making songs like No Vaseline. Ice T was making original gangster, and uh, and Steve Harvey was on Def Comedy Jam and on (laughs) Kings of Comedy. Comic View. (laughs) This shit is crazy, bro. That's the real American dream. That's the real American dream. Yo, Steve. Yo, Steve Harvey, man. Like, yo, that's a come up. And like, my man, if you ever get a chance, like, like his Instagram page or whatever, like. When he, he he plays music coming out to like the stage for his TV show or whatever, man. My man be clean, yo. He be clean with it. Over Steve Harvey. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. Steve Harvey's a terrible person, but I'm glad. He oh yeah, he's, oh. The yeah. first the first thing about Steve Harvey is that people actually go out and buy his books about marriages. Thinking, I'm like, yeah. Didn't you like have two failed marriages already? Why are people getting advice and, for you about marriage? And they're married the homeworker. You married the homeworker. Why are people going to you with advice about marriage? This is this is making sense. Um, Mike, do you have your stories? Yes, I always have my stories. All right, so Jeff, you haven't been on here in a while, but we have a new segment. I forget the name of it. Rashani's going to be so mad at me. Um, but we basically have a segment uh, where... Wait, 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 wait. How did I also forget the name of it? It's your segment. So we have a segment where... Mike reads us three different stories, and then we have to tell if the story is real or if it's fake. Okay. All right, you ready? All right, so Mike, go ahead with story number one. I'm going to get some theme music for this, too, at some point, but I don't have it yet. Okay, hold on. I'm pulling up my notes right now. Um, Hold on, hold on. Okay. Ready? Yes. So, (laughs) ready? Article number one, a disturbing number of people think the coronavirus is related to the beer, fact or fiction. Jeff? People are stupid. 
Uh, I'm going to go with people are dumb, so they believe it. It's true. Yeah, Definitely. I believe it, too. Definitely believe it. People are stupid. I believe it, too. Yes. What's the is answer? that three yeses? Three yeses. That is a fact. That's, uh, oh my God. Google search trends illustrate that we're surrounded by very, very confused people when it comes to rapidly spreading illness. Last th- Tuesday, the Google Trends Twitter account noted that worldwide searches for coronavirus symptoms had increased by 1,050%. <laughs> Compared to the week before, it also listed the top five related searches during the previous 24 hours, which included things like how to prevent coronavirus and how does it spread. But despite a seemingly global attempt to get uh, Google's opinion on what we should and should not be doing in order to avoid the virus, most searches were, is coronavirus related to the beer? Can you get it from drinking corona? God damn it. Um, the corona beer virus is one of the searches. <laughs> Does Bud Light, and I'm not kidding, does Bud Light counter the effects of the coronavirus? Um, oh, my God. This is, why pre- this is why that president is going to get acquitted, y'all. This is why. <laughs> say that not to get on uh, the politics, but I've been dying to go on somebody's show to talk about this. But the biggest thing that you'll notice from watching the impeachment trial is twofold. One, that a lot of our senators are stupid people. They're not smart people. But even more than that, the GOP wins and gets away with stuff because they figured out something that the Democrats refuse to acknowledge or figure out. And that is that the American people are stupid. And most of us, most Americans are stupid. And so Republicans talk to, in a way, to appeal to people's stupidity. They say random shit. And people who are stupid will believe it, whereas Democrats talk to people as if they're smart, and it mm-hmm. is not that many smart people out there, so they don't connect with people. It's very, very interesting, and you see it a lot watching this. Okay, that was my little side note. All right, Mike, go with story number two. We're all one for one. Okay, Brooklyn man registers beer as his emotional support animal. Jess? God damn it. Repeat it again. Brooklyn man registers beer as emotional support animal. Uh, <laughs> I can believe. I, I'm not gonna believe that, but goddamn it, if it's true, I just don't even want to. I don't want to be here. Right so, now. Jeff, are you a yes? False. 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 Uh, I am a. What state is this in? Did you say Brooklyn? New York. Brooklyn. Yeah. No, if you say California, I would say yes. Brooklyn, I'm gonna go with no. This is a this is a true story. Oh my uh, god! Get the fuck out of here, man. Get Brooklyn resident here. Floyd Hayes, age 47, registered a pint he's black, of beer. <laughs> no, he's white. He's white. Hold oh, up, white Floyd. Wait, 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 wait. That's that. You this his is name probably was Floyd Hayes. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. This is a stock image. I don't know what he looks like. So he maybe he's black, but that, that was the image. Let me the image something. associated with the article. I think something. it's just the stock. That man so name is Floyd Hayes. He's black. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Brooklyn resident Floyd Hayes. Floyd Hayes, age forty-seven, registered a pint of he beer. Shit. <laughs> registered a pint of beer as an emotional support animal with the USA Service Dog registration in December. Uh, Brooklyn paper reports that Hayes aims to use the certification to carry his beverage of choice. A seasonal IPA on public transit. Uh, he travels from upstate New York to Brooklyn a lot, and on the bus they say it's federal crime to smoke or have an alcoholic beverage unless by prior written consent. And I always wondered where you could get that consent. 
Uh, I'm not an alcoholic, he adds. It was really just an experiment, he says, adding that it was a lighthearted move. I'm trying to make light of anybody who has... I'm not trying to make light of anybody who has any emotional issues. He absolutely is alcoholic. What'd you say? He says absolutely He's absolutely Oh, he probably... <laughs> I mean, upstate New York, all the... You know, I mean, they serve it on trains and stuff, I guess, but I see, you know, that's... Yeah, they do. A little, uh... A little too far for me. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I don't know. Your thoughts on that? Anyone feel like what registering their drink of choice as a uh, uh, America. What a, what, a, what a time to be alive in America. Uh, I mean, I need to go talk to Floyd. I'm right here in Manhattan. Maybe I can just <laughs> take the train to find him and he can talk about this. Like, what's wrong with you? Man? <laughs> he needs someone to talk to. He needs a friend. Uh, All right, let's go with story number three, Mike. All right, so you guys are tied right now. So this is the tiebreaker. Well, or or you both, or you all lose again. But anyway, a group of furries rescues a woman being uh, mugged in California. A group of what? Gay men. Furries. Furries. Gay men. Furries Furries are those people that dress up like animals. What is a furry? Oh, you don't know. Okay, well now yeah, we have to hold on. We must spell, backtrack. Like furry, like furry, like a like a stuffed. Animal? I got this. I'll share my screen. They have animal parties, and they have mascot dress parties as furry animals. Like can everyone oh, see my bears and unicorns? This looks These so are furry. Uh, it gets oh, real. It gets real. It's in the shit. That's true. It gets. True yeah, it's true shit. Yeah. What was the headline, Mike? A group of furries. Uh, let me hold my phone. Let's see. A group of furries rescue women from being sexually, I mean, uh, uh, mugged in uh, in California. Oh, I believe that. Absolutely. 100%. So this is a bait and switch. Uh, that is, they did not save her from being mugged. The original story was sexually assaulted. They actually saved her. I would never use a sexual assault uh, headline in this game. So I changed it. To trick you guys, they I, I made it say that uh, that uh, she was getting mugged. They actually saved her from being sexually assaulted, which is probably better. Uh, oh, that's that's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah. It's true. I'll give it to you then. I'll give it to you. I didn't we want knew to it was okay, true. Okay, so yeah, read yeah, the yeah. first paragraph. Okay. So I'm opening it up now. It's loading. Um, a group of people dressed as furry animals for San Jose's FurCon convention came to the rescue of a woman getting assaulted. Victim, oh dang it! Hold on, there's an ad. The victim was allegedly being attacked in a car outside the convention center by a suspect on Friday night when the Good Samaritans jumped in. This guy, <laughs> this guy was just uh, uh, assaulting this woman. Uh, Kin, I can't pronounce her name. I'm so sorry. Uh, he may have hit her. He must have hit her at least ten times. Uh, Kin and the other furries opened the door and wrestled Hardnet. That's the uh, attacker's name off the victim and then they held him until cops arrived I've had my whole life a bunch of karate and taekwondo uh, and was able to grab him by the back pull him out of the vehicle and put him on the ground with as little violence as possible he was charged with d- domestic violence and sexual assault good good, good for them um you know, I for, I kept Jeff a long time, so we'll go about another five or so minutes. But I do want to go. So I did. I did save this. I usually only do one top ten list, but I saved this list. This was going to be the last thing we talked about, but because Mike joined on late, we're going to do some of his stuff before we get. Sorry. out Sorry, it's okay. 
But since but Jeff, since Jeff my fav- one of my favorite things Jeff does on his podcast is Hood Classics. So um, I actually got a list for the top 10 Hood movies of all time, Jeff. So let me tell you what you think about this. <clears throat> this you, is going to be debatable. I know well, you know, when we, when we say hood classes, we just say yeah, movies that we... Yeah, okay. yeah, I know, but I I wanted to... What do you call it? Um, what's the word? Um, Whitewash it? No, it? no, no, no. It's like um, like a play on words type thing. I don't know the right yeah. word. Uh, I got you. I don't know the right uh, word. Um, right. Satire. Let's do that. Number 10. Eight Mile. Oh, man. Yeah, movie. All right, keep going. Shit. Take it out. I don't know how that's number ten. Number okay. This list is dead. This list is dead. Number nine is Friday. Nope. The idea that Friday is near eight mile, I'm not looking at this anymore. I didn't even look at it. I just saved it. I'm done. No, no, just keep going. Just keep going. No, I'm not gonna even dignify this with more. You wanna know what number eight is? Hustle and flow. I'm done. Oh fuck this. Yeah. Uh, Although Hustle and Flow does have a good soundtrack, I mean it's fucking flames. They won an Oscar. I mean, no, they won. They did win an Oscar. The soundtrack is fly shit. I'm not gonna lie. They won a fucking Oscar. Damn right it's fire. But you know, my man, you, you might, you might as well finish the list now. Yeah. All right. Let me go back to the list. Uh, all right, close the thing and everything. All right, here we go. Uh, all right, so number seven, seven is seven, seven. La Hain. Who what now? I don't know how you pronounce this. La Hain, H-A-I-N-E. The fuck is that? Uh, Who's in it? Let me see, it's from 1995. I'm pretty sure. The fact that we don't even Black people listening to this being like, how do y'all don't know this? I'm probably pronouncing it all wrong and shit. But I don't know this song. It's got an eight. Out of 10. <coughs> um, it's starring. I don't know none of these people. Uh, these are. I don't know. It's like a foreign movie, I think. Uh, number six, Minister Society. Okay. Number five, Bro. Training Day. Fuck them, yo. Yeah. Number four, Straight Out of Compton. No. <laughs> It should even be on with that. Yeah, so anyway, I'm not fucking with yeah. Number three, Boys in the Hood. Yeah. Number two, City of God. Get the fuck out of here, yo. And, I don't want to put that down to number 10, but I, I get it. I, okay. And number one, do the right thing. What? This is trash. Wait a minute. This is, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> they, they are all over. This is wait a And I just had to think about this. You put this is your list that you made, right? No, 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 no. This is the list that I found. Oh, it's the list that you this found. This is my oh, list. Wow. Woo, I was getting nervous. I'm gonna say, where is Shada's at? But okay, Shada ain't up there. King of New York ain't up there. Like fucking Sugar Hill ain't up there. Like nah, I want to know who Jack made that. City. Hey, have y'all done No Holds Barred yet? What's that? We're not. We're not doing that. <laughs> I mean, you know, if, if if circumstances were different, we would do it. But you could take a I'll, thirty, forty-five minutes to shit on Terry. That's, I mean, that's a good show. Uh, maybe uh, there's something to talk. Maybe I don't know because we we about to open up the uh, Patreon and 
because people love requesting weird movies for us. And I'm just like, I want to watch that, but I'll watch it if you pay me and I have to, you know, I can use that $5 and. Right. There's a lot of movies people want us to watch. And I guess. uh, Oh, good, Jeff. The most part is would be one of those. There's there's comedy there. Yeah, there's there's some comedy there to be talked about. I will say that. Yeah, I mean we're kind of a Terry free zone here too, um, except when he does something fucked up that we have to talk about. Um, but other than that, yeah, we don't really get into him on this show much. Uh, I did have a show called. Uh, oh shit! That's like a long funny. time ago. We had a show called like Fuck Hulk Hogan or something like that. I don't even remember. It was a long time ago. Um, but, yeah, we did have a show. Like I don't know. I think Cam might have been on that show. I think it might have been the first time Cam was on. I think I think we were talking about wrestling. Uh, I don't even remember. It, it, might, I, I, it was a long it time been, ago. It might have been a WrestleMania show. No, it wasn't a WrestleMania show. It was just a random show. No, Terry did something. Yeah, Terry did some other fuck shit. You're right. You're yeah, right. it was something. Uh, but, yeah. But, yeah, we don't usually get. But that movie is ridiculous. It is quite ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that shit is insane. Uh, Mike, did you have anything since you missed after show that you wanted to talk about? Uh, I kind of regret missing this show. Oh, I'm still sharing the screen of the furries. Look at that. My bad, guys. Oh, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. It was really cool. I, I saw it. Um, let's see. What happened nerd-wise that you wouldn't have talked about already? This is a tough one. We didn't uh, talk about any of Oh, you know what I did want to talk about? Uh, my uncle got me a Switch for Christmas that I finally set up and started using. It's the best thing ever. Brandon and I played some games a little bit. Tonight I'm buying, uh, we're going to start playing Stardew Valley, and I'm going to buy Breath of the Wild. I heard it was fantastic. Also kind of want to try the new Pokemon game because I want to relive my days. Pokemon games are fly. They're I had fly, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. I beat the whole game and I traded it. I think Sword and Shield are the new ones, and I, I looked at them, and it looks totally different than any of the. I, I kind of missed the old uh, top view style but uh, it's all right i'm gonna give it a shot i'm gonna get it but uh so i'm loving the switch it's been great yeah before I, um you got on i was telling them about the games i'm playing um i'm playing katana zero and river city girls so i'm just addicted to river city girls i'll be in my office and people come knocking the door leave me alone <laughs> 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 Well, there was a day where I woke up and I was like, I should not bring the Switch to work, right? I, like, shouldn't do that. And then I was like, no, 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 no. This is a bad idea. I'm just going to leave it here. But Yeah. You should have brought it to work. What they, what the fuck are they going to do? Uh, that'd probably be really bad luck. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I went to I went to this thing at uh, Match.com's headquarters, and I'm guaranteed they play video games at work. Because that place looked crazy. Can guarantee you the people of my Tell them tell them what you want, Brandon. Tell them what you want. I want an iPad that I'm giving to my mom because I have an iPad Pro so I don't even need it. Which is crazy. Uh what else, Mike? Um let me think. Oh the Batman started filming. Did we talk about that? Oh no, we didn't talk about that. Are you excited about the Batman, Jeff? Uh Batman is my favorite comic book character. So as far as the movie I'm excited for um, and I'm going to give Mr. Patterson a shot. Nope. Won't do it. Well, he I am. Act, I'm so I think, I think he'll be okay if they let, um, Matt, is he gonna if they let Matt of, Reeves is he gonna make a movie that he wants to make, it'll be fine. Matt Reeves is a good director. 
You know, another reason why I say that too is because I remember how I felt when, um, like, Christian Bale is my favorite actor. So when I heard he was doing Batman, I was like, fuck is Christian Bale doing? Like, I don't even, I couldn't see it. Like, I couldn't wrap my head around it. He was really but good seeing it, I was like, oh shit, okay. You know, the, the gruffy voice and then maybe I need to over, overdid that. But other than that, he did do good Bruce Wayne and Batman. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. So, you know, Twilight Kid, I haven't watched any of his other movies, so I can't say he's a bad actor. I can say I don't like Twilight. No, I can say that. Right. Right. So we'll see. I'm gonna give him a shot. Okay, this can't be real. This has gotta be a joke. Lethal Weapon Five moving forward with Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. You bullshit. Yeah, I believe it. You know why I believe it? Because of Bad Boys. Uh yeah, that's true. Did you watch Bad Boys? I haven't watched it yet. It was it's so good. It was good. Telling me to yeah, see it's just it. long. Everybody telling me to go see it. Yeah, it was good. It's just long as hell. And and you know, nobody can ever leave well enough alone, so there will be a sequel. So mm, you think so? I think they pretty much ended that shit. They did not. What are you talking about? Did you just stay to the end credits? Yeah, I stayed to the end credits. Oh, with the with the little boy with the fucking son. Hey, son. hey I haven't seen it yet. Chill out. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not telling you. I didn't spoil anything. I was like, oh okay. Whatever. I hope not. Let that listen, Martin in that film was struggling. No, they, but I already heard they already moving forward with a sequel though. <laughs> really? Yeah, I yeah. told you, yeah. I mean you don't uh, already so, speaking of ridiculous uh movies, are are you guys excited for Fast Furious Nine? Absolutely. Isn't there a trailer coming out like tomorrow? Yeah, trailer's uh, coming out yeah. tomorrow. I'm always gonna uh, be there for the fast movies. Although I don't I'm gonna miss the rock. In that film, he'll be bad. But is it John Cena in this one? Yeah, John Cena and um, Cardi B. <laughs> oh my god, I cannot imagine John Cena in this ridiculous film. Actually, I can. Did you see Blockers, Jeff? Yes. I thought that film was so great. He's funny in it. He was so funny in that film. Yeah. He was so funny. John Cena, he had something. He I don't know how far is he going to go with it, but it should be interesting to see what type of character he plays in um, Fast 9. And I'm almost sure he's not going to have a contract like The Rock to say some madness <laughs> like, oh, I can't get beat up in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's made it there yet. Do you think he's going to be back for Mania this year? Uh, Cena? Maybe to do like a little promo or something like that. I don't think he's gonna come back to wrestling. I think I think he's far removed from that. Man his Hollywood career is taking off. Okay. Uh, apparently, they're making a Mortal Kombat animated movie. I'm here for it. I actually think that could be good. Um, Have you seen the trailer? No. You saw the trailer? Yeah. How, it, it, how? It's pretty good. It looks good. Yeah, that seems like yeah. a good medium for Mortal Kombat. I also heard they're doing a reboot for that, like a uh, live action one that's supposed to be filming this year. And I'm just yeah. like, I don't know. Why? No, nobody wants this. I mean, with today's um, technology, it'll be much yeah. better. But, you know, we also have Sonic coming out in two weeks. It's going to be rated R. Um, they got a lot of those um, great Asian people from. Um, it's been doing a lot of movies like from, um, what's the Netflix show? What was it called? Wu Assassin? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, good. yeah. it's a good show. 
Yeah, I think they got the kid from that in it, and they got um, I think they got from the raid. Like they got a whole bunch of great, you know, act characters in it to play in the Mortal Kombat movie. So I think this one's gonna be gonna be something. It, they I guess they're gonna, you know, they're gonna. I'm not gonna. They're gonna stay more true to the, the Mortal Kombat uh, video game than Mortal Kombat Annihilation did. Okay. Because I don't think that was. Mike, like, Mortal you? Kombat One. Mortal Kombat One was. They stayed true to the comic book, uh, some comic book, to the video game, but it was still PG thirteen. Right. So you didn't like oh a fatality and all that stuff. But this one, I think it's gonna be a little bit different. Uh, Mike, did you hear the Moon Knight moves in the comic books? The the what? Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Moon Knight. I haven't heard any Moon Knight. Though. So Jason Aaron, who's a fantastic writer, he's been writing Thor for years. Now he's writing Avengers. Put out this teaser that's been getting a lot of hyped um, recently, and the title was called Moon Knight versus the Avengers. Uh, the issue marks the start of the age of Kenoshu, Ark pitting Mark Spector against Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Why is Moon Knight facing off against his former allies? Aaron doesn't reveal the details, but he does promise the story will showcase why Moon Knight is a force to be reckoned with. This is supposed to be like a uh, like a like a universe changing event in comic books. So it looks like they're ramping up Moon Knight to get him ready for this series to come out. In the books, so because everything is tied together now, because Kevin Feige's over in comics now too, so TV, movies, and comics he's over top of, so it's all going to be tied together in some way. Um, Mike, are you excited about The Last of Us Part Two? Of course, I'm all. I that's like one of my favorite games of all time, if not my most favorite game of all time. I'm, I'm here for Not Dog. It's been delayed until May 27th. That's May 29th. okay. They want to finish their product. Did you play Last of Us the first one, Jeff? Yeah. So are you are you excited about the new one? Uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. I think I, I I don't know. I've got a little disappointed with all the you know them pushing back the games like Cyberpunk and now this. So I'm just kind of like yeah, uh, especially like, Cyber. I was looking forward to Cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for was, those that haven't played uh, all of us. Uh, the Last of Us, uh, it's in Target or Walmart for twenty bucks. Do it. It was also free on the PlayStation Network for a while. Devin got his PlayStation back, so maybe he'll start playing video games again. I've, I've been playing uh, Uncharted Four. It's pretty good. It's fun. Uh, all right, last few things. Jeff, are you are you going to go see Sonic? Okay, no, uh, that that was a that's a hard pass, hard pass. Jim Carrey though, Jim Carrey, he's it. Mike, are you gonna go see Sonic? Uh, I don't know, probably, but for the show, I was never super into Sonic, but I mean, I do appreciate what they did changing the movie when the when the people were complaining. Changing Sonic, yeah, yeah. So I feel <laughs> like I want to support that kind of behavior, but. Isn't that? But isn't that? I hate. I hate to be that person, but when they brought that first trailer, I was like, "What the fuck is that?" That don't even. I was like, and I, I was like, "Come on!" And then you see what they did now. I'm like, "Okay, why couldn't you just do this at first? Right. Right. Shouldn't that took Is another reboot that just got announced. And apparently they're rebooting Anaconda. 
Oh. Who asked for that? Who Who is the person that asked for an Anaconda reboot? I mean, you don't mess up. You don't have to reboot a classic. What are they doing? <laughs> Ice Cube's, coming, Ice Cube's coming back for it, apparently. He don't have really? anything better to do than to come back for this shit. Is John Voight coming back? <laughs> That's Please? a great question. Can you imagine John Voight with Ice Cube in 2020 or 2021, whatever the fuck this shit would come out? They said they're supposed to be rebooted in the in the model of Meg, that movie with Jason Statham last year. Oh, the, uh, the Megadon. Okay. Yeah, the Megadon, the shark movie. Mike, have you do you know what Anaconda is? I've seen Anaconda. You've seen Anaconda? That was from 1998. You were like one. I, I didn't see it when I was one, and also I was like three. Uh, I've, I saw it a couple years ago. I mean, it was on TV. I think I watched it with my dad. Did you enjoy it? It was entertaining, I suppose. I have a snake phobia, so I don't know. I don't know. That shit, I mean, snakes I are killers. Terrified of snakes. Fucking terrified. Um, all right, Mike, do you have any other stories before we get out of here? I think that covers it for me. Feel bad I missed most of it. Devin? Question. I'm good. I'm oh, good, Jeff. I do have a question. Um, man, this has just been a rumor. But I've been seeing it floating around a lot more in the last week. Um, how do y'all feel about Keanu Reeves possibly playing the Silver Surfer? Oh yeah, I'm, a whole, I'm all in for that. I'm in. Oh for- yeah, without question, yeah. I am and when I, yeah, go ahead. When I, I was like, that's the character. Because at first I was like, oh, it'll probably be um, Neymar or somebody like that. But I was like, oh, Silver Surfer, yeah, that's it. I think he would be great as a Silver Surfer. Also, can see him as uh, Namor. No, not so much. I don't see him as Namor, uh, but definitely, um, definitely um, Silver Surfer. Because Silver Surfer don't have to talk that much, and he's good at those subtle shits. And Silver Surfer is all about mm-hmm. those subtle movements and those looks on his face. Um, it was in, what's insane is that he always wanted to be Wolverine. I mean, he, his age now is, of course, not. But it's just crazy that he always wanted to play Wolverine. Hold up. What happened with WWE tonight? What is this? Hold on. Breaking news. World Wrestling Entertainment shares in the midst of a bloodbath normally reserved for the ring following the sudden resignation of co-president George Berrios and Michelle Wilson. Shares plunged 25%. God damn! <laughs> in the yeah. after-hours trades to their lowest level since May of 2018. At Thursday's close, WWE stock was down 35% since its peak in 2019. Golly. It dropped 23% in one day? People are jumping off bridges. The two resignations are effective immediately and the deal will no longer sit on the board. Damn. I wonder what the fuck happened there. Oh, uh, that's interesting. That's very interesting. Uh, yeah, like what? Yeah, that's interesting. That's that's on the business side, but the business side matters. So mm-hmm. they, they'll have to address that soon enough. Uh, also, oh yeah, last thing. Uh, fuck Alvarez and his people. I I support them. I used to support them, but. That shit with Naomi pissed me the fuck off. So I forgot to say that earlier. Yeah. 
That shit I'm done. done. Yeah, same. Like, done. That was garbage. Uh, and somebody was like, oh, is he talking about the character? I'm like, yeah, no shit. He's talking about the... We know he's talking about the character, but it's how flippant he was in talking about that shit. Yeah, him and his buddies were just too... Yeah. Too comfortable saying certain things that they wouldn't say about other wrestlers, and I know they wouldn't say it about other wrestlers. Right, right. So that was, and then there's, and then there's no apology. You know he's seen that shit on Twitter. All you gotta do is say, "Hey man, you know we went a little bit too far. We were joking about the character, but we can see how this came out the wrong way. We apologize. That's it. That's all you gotta say." People, he's not gonna do that. He's gonna be more. He's gonna be more assholeish now about it. Yep. Yep. Um, did you see the um, it got to Naomi? Oh, yeah. I saw somebody tag her. And she was just yeah, like, yeah, I get it, but why you had to call me that? And Mustafa Ali yeah. was like, fuck them, basically. <laughs> he commented yeah. on that shit, too. So. Like I said, if, if Jimmy or Jay pull up on Alvarez, <laughs> I wouldn't blame him. <laughs> that shit would be hilarious, too. I would love that shit. Oh, my God. But, you know, it's been kind of like... It's been kind of like sometimes Alvarez is the guy that like tries to rain David with that shit sometimes in the past. Cause I remember when Dave was going off on like, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, ACH. And he was like, ACH was crying racism. And then Alvarez was like, uh, I mean, that was kind of racist. So I can see why he would be upset. And I was like, okay, good for you, Alvarez. But then when he gets with his people, man, it's just kind of they just gotta let that shit go. It's not the first time. Yeah, and that's what I've noticed watching his um. Well, I used to watch his stuff. When he's with Dave, he's a little more um, laid back. I don't really think he. When he gets around those other two guys, oh, he's. I think that's the real Alvarez right there. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've noticed that before. With Dave, he's a little bit different, and I know why he's like that. You know, you want to keep that, uh, keep that, you know, that that communication, that door, that you know, friend, or whatever they have, working relationship open with him. Right, right. So, uh, yeah. So before we get out of here, Jeff, man, tell everybody about your show, where they can find you on social media, what you got coming up, all the good shit. Uh, yeah, if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Jeff versus the World on Twitter and on Facebook. Uh, you can also check me on uh, Instagram at the real Jeff versus the world. Yeah, basically, um, you know, Jeff versus the world is just me. Basically, I do a, a movie show each week, a wrestling show, and um, a sports show each week. Uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, uh, sometimes on Wednesdays. It doesn't matter when I feel like bringing them out. But Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, and what, nine times up, and we're going to see a new episode uh, next week. Next Tuesday, actually, we will be starting our uh, Black History Month movies. Me and my man Shahid will be going through a lot of movies. Uh, the first movie will be A Low Down Dirty Shame. Uh, I think it might be Posse. Uh, then Dope, the movie Dope. And then okay. I think we ended off doing with the movie uh, Superfly, the uh, original version. Oh, hold on. Did you watch the new one? Uh, I turned it off when he dodged the bullet. <laughs> oh, wow. Why did, you, why did you miss out on that? Oh, my God. That was one of our favorite reviews on this podcast, was reviewing Superfly. That he shit. Died. Snow and Patrol? I, the Snow Patrol, bro. <laughs> he died. Okay. Uh, I, this is my problem. Oh, well, I'm not going to say I saw the full movie. No, it's not good. It's just good. You should watch because it's so bad. Well, not only that, I felt like they were being too cute with the character of 
I don't know if you've seen the original Superfly. Yeah, we, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, so it's like um, my man Shahid said. The original Superfly, they didn't make you feel like you had to choose if he was a good guy or a bad guy. It was left up to you. However, you, you know, you knew what he was doing. You knew how he got down in the street. We're not going to say if he's a good guy or a bad guy. This movie yeah, tries yeah. to make him like, oh, he's a good guy, but you know, he's doing. I, I don't know. It was just too. It was a little bit too clean, and I could tell it started off like it was too cute. Like, oh, you know, he got to drop on this dude. This dude trying to flex on him, and then when he just dodged the bullet, I was like, nope, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they but really wanted not, you to like that dude, and I'm just like, yeah, I was like, two girlfriends and. It was okay, basically yeah. the story of like the guy trying to get out of the hood. He wants to just go live on a boat in the Europe somewhere. And everything keeps dragging him back. And I'm like, he could leave any time. The hotel watches him like he could leave any time. There's nothing stopping him from leaving. He had enough money. He already had enough money. He had enough money to leave. I think I'll eventually go back and watch it, but once I saw that, I just started laughing and I just couldn't watch man. it though. I was like, what? I mean, to have all white on in the club, man, you know, and throwing money, you gotta love that, you know? Walking but look, to, like, so I'm, I'm guessing this escalated more after, you know, because I saw the girl got yeah. shot. I, and I was just like, I just looked and I said, so you telling me this all started because one of the dudes from Snow Patrol, Snow Patrol, <laughs> Was was mad because his girl. Was that dude was such a sucker too, yo. He was such a hurt the entire. This is that's film. all the movies about. Yeah, that's all the movies about right there too. Oh my god, yeah, we had so much fun reviewing that movie. It's so ridiculous. That would be a good movie for your podcast to review. Like that one is ridiculous. It's we talked about it. That's why I asked him. I said, "So we doing a new one?" He's like, "We'll do the first one, you know, first, and then later on, yeah, we might get to that one, but." Yeah. yeah, I can't wait. I listen to Jeff. I listen to Jeff's podcast, man. Everyone should go subscribe to that. Um, you've heard pe- a lot of people have been on the show. On our show, has been on his show, and then some new people that you haven't heard. And it's real dope. Talks about different things. So if you like wrestling, if you like movies, you like nerd shit, he talks about all that um, on his show. So definitely go check that out. Um, Jeff, thank you, man, for coming on and, and bearing with us with the late start. We really appreciate that. Um, and we'll be, we want to have you back soon, but, um, remember, uh, this weekend we will be putting out an expanse review with me, Rich Fan, and Travis Bryant. Uh, we're going to do all of season four, which is good. We were supposed to record on Friday. Rich was like, uh, I only got an hour and Travis was like, I can't talk about the expanse in an hour. So we had to move it to Saturday so that we had enough time to really flesh out, uh, all the happenings of season four. Uh, next week we will have another guest. I have two people in mind that are trying to schedule, so whichever one works, we will have on the show next week. But you'll find that out then. I will be in Hawaii, so I will not be on the show. <laughs> Good. So we won't be late because Devin won't be here. So enjoy Hawaii. Yeah, enjoy Hawaii. Uh, Mike, make sure you're on time next week. It's not your fault though; it's Devin's fault. So I'm not mad at you. <laughs> and we'll be back soon, man. Peace.